Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann. And I'm one of the many Matts. And this is Digitally Rare, a show about digitally owned things. And oh my God, I finally sold all my songs as NFTs. The songs. So uh, it's been a minute. It's been just a minute since we've talked. Um, hasn't been that long since our last episode, but it has been a little bit of time since we talked. And in that time, um, I did my launch. It's been, I mean, you you were here o- almost from the beginning of like, you know, from the very first Yeah, it's kind of fun time. to have seen it happen since, I guess, 2018 yeah. when we met. Right. Like literally you saw every permutation, every like, so you have a unique, you have a new unique perspective in seeing like just how, even like how far away it was for so long. Yeah. You know? Like for so long, it was like, totally. It just didn't seem like it was going to be possible. Mm-hmm. And I think about those early days, I think about specifically how, you know, the website was going to need s- some kind of, way to explain nfts to the person first of all oh it was right like, back it was in always the day. part of the plan yeah yeah where it was like just the first thing was that like you had a were lot on need your to, plate on yeah your, yeah and so that was always daunting and it was like and then and then something and then this happened this year and it's like it made it completely possible and then right. and then with the pfp craze it it became even more possible because it becomes even more legible right, what i wanted to right. do it not only becomes legible it becomes almost like oh yeah we that you know it's like yeah. not even there's it, nothing novel about it it makes total sense right it's they're like, just like oh this is just a really good i like that you called out legibility because i think that is the uh that's that's like what this time has given you over the last three years is like okay you have this idea for the project it doesn't you don't quite know what the form is but more importantly other people have no idea how to interpret what it is you're doing and then as the years go right. by you know you start doing one of ones people are like oh nfts music um you start like right, getting right. generative art people are like oh my god pfp it's like i understand this now yeah. <laughs> um yeah. and finally yeah. three years later nft is a word you don't have to explain anymore so you can finally do your thing and it's cool to see how all of those little building blocks were necessary you know the first song a day world website the one of ones and now into the song a dow everything yeah and song a dow right and and exactly and it's like I don't know. It's it was it was really overwhelming. Um, I'll t- I'll tell you the story, and I'm I, I'm very happy to to put this story in a public place um, here on the podcast um, because it illustrates, I think, perfectly to me the the dichotomy in the space between. Uh, well, I'll just tell you the story, and you, and you will understand immediately what I'm talking about. Okay. So. The first few minutes, I was like watching it go. I was like, "Okay, oh, yes. we're not going to sell out today. <laughs> like, it's 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 going slowly. It's whatever, you know, and that's fine. Like, I was sort of pre- I was really prepared for that. So I was like, this is going to be a slog. We're going to release the daily songs. It's going to pump it. We're just going to go slow and we're going to do it. And um, I had DM'd everybody I knew. You know, I was just like DMing everybody. Like, hey, it's live. It's live. It's live. One of the people I DM'd was Pranksy because Pranksy and I are friendly with each other. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I will say this, like out of all the influencers, like, I feel like Pranksy, um, you know, like he's no beanie, let's put it that way, you know, <laughs> beanie Maxi, like is, 
is maybe the opposite. And then Pranksy has this very, Pranksy has this very like, you know, he's very honest. He's just very honest about what he's doing and who he is. And, you know, um, I've come to really like enjoy his thing. Anyway, I, so we're friendly with each other and I, I usually I send him things and like he doesn't always respond. He's he's got two hundred thousand yeah. two hundred followers. He's a big guy. He wrote back like a few minutes later. He said, "Hey, I just minted a hundred. And and I, you know, of course, I understood immediately that to mean him literally saying, "Hey, I just sold out your project for you." Right. You know. Right. Because because and to, to explain followers. to anybody who doesn't understand exactly to to explain to anyone who doesn't understand like. Surely everyone listening to this does, but just in case, what he was essentially saying to me was, I have just signaled to the apes and the DJs that this is a project worth minting, and they will all do that now because they all follow my wallet, and they'll just do it. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Wow. And so, you know, literally, and this is sort of the tension in the space, is that literally it it wouldn't have sold out on day one if he, if he hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that was it's that kind of thing that helps these projects that helps any pfp any pro- you look at a project like crypto gods right yeah that we're both sort of a fan of yeah or or nude men or anything like nude that these men, really so good really thoughtful beautiful you know on-chain generative or even not with crypto gods is just really well thought out doesn't sell out it takes forever yeah. and yeah that's fine. There's literally nothing wrong with that. Um, but the reason they don't get the hype, and it's worth noting that apes, you know, Bored Apes, the this the, now that's canonical flip punks yes, that's project, right. prob- probably wouldn't have happened either if Pranksy hadn't minted 500 of them. Mm. You know, like th- this is a this is an inh- inherent tension in our space now where we are, you know. We have we have there's a sort there is this sort of gatekeeping this mm-hmm. unfortunate kind of gatekeeping gatekeeping that, that uh, because yeah. because because I was it's just at like this in as the, the like um, as the influence of like these you know the financial externalities right it's like your project isn't being judged on its whatever inherent qualities you know you can get into that um, it's being judged yeah. on mintability or flippability which I don't know yeah right it exists. Which it exists, and I, you know, I made a thread earlier that was like, "Please do not buy this if you just right. want to flip it." Yeah, you were straight <laughs> no up one... about it. <laughs> yeah, but no one read that, obviously, no, not, and yeah. and and when Pranksy did that, um, they all just aped in, and now you know, and now which is good. And for now me. they're all selling it for like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good, good for me as retail because right. I'm happy to collect them all. Like I was on the mountain uh, snowboarding during the drop and I had just like poorly planned yeah. that. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can't get yeah, those yeah. songs. And then yeah. I was like, can you get me some? And, you know, 10 minutes yeah. later, you're like, they're all gone. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so but so that's this is even actually a different interesting conversation, which is, you know, I I priced it at the price that I did because that's what I needed that's what I needed to put into my bank account mm-hmm. in order to feel good about every other song that I'm ever writing, mm. the money going to the Dow. Totally. That's true. That's yeah, no longer my money. I Right. It's going to the Dow. Like noun style? So I needed to bank. Wow. I needed to bank enough that I would feel comfortable doing that. And no, of course, totally. that depends yeah. on the price Because you're kind of like but... um, giving your all future earnings over. So you kind of have to have the one-off 
thing. That's the like even secondary. Even secondary goes to the Dow. That's right. We we've already made like a, like twenty some odd ETH in secondary. What? So that's all go. That's that's all sits right. Yo, in this the, Dow is gonna be lit. What? I'm excited. I'm excited. So so, but um, the whole thing of that is there's actually this interesting thing where. I'm actually so I'm I'm of two minds about this, right? Like I'm watching the floor price go down, sure, and I'm like, this is depressing. This is so this is really upsetting. But on the other hand, more it makes it more affordable for yep. more people. More people come in the Dow. Mm-hmm. More people get excited about what the Dow is doing. We were able to spread the songs further, mm-hmm. and that's going to make everything go better in the yeah. long run, anyway. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's the pattern you see coming up, or. I don't, the root of the problem is that price is um, like in a map territory sort of way, both fully uncorrelated to reality and also influences reality. Um, and so it's like right. this really bizarre <laughs> feedback loop. Um, but yeah, that's the pattern you see, right? Like when it starts dumping, um, the you know response is to be overjoyed because it means that the financial incentives are minimized and you have like, you allow these other more like the intrinsic or the personal um incentives to like come forth um and i think that this is super valid in the case of song a day or song a dow because i want to grab a bunch of them uh for these intrinsic reasons um and this is good for me so single data point yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and i it's really and and there's all kinds of things that are happening now that i i didn't anticipate just exactly how it would feel where it's like seeing people's responses to various songs like mm. Rizzle, our pal Rizzle, who we had on the podcast, found one that really resonated, like where they made him cry and feel like really resonate with him, which I'm like, I didn't ever think that, that could, something like that could happen. And then yeah. just seeing like, and then actually just today, a really good friend of mine who I sort of onboarded to NFTs a couple months ago, we like were able Kobe to buy him or? like one that's really, okay. <laughs> what's that? Sorry, I was referencing the Kobe uh, NFT thing where he gave the person $10,000 oh, yeah. $10, for getting an NFT. Anyway, so your friend found a song. That was such a mistake. <laughs> no, yeah, no, just just one that we had worked on. And now he's like, now he's in the Discord. There's like a really nice, there's, I wasn't anticipating the nice feeling of being able to have my friends own True. the song that's that cool. means something to them. Yeah. It's really nice. Are you buying the Pleaser Dow song, like the Doge song? Like, yep. it's just, there's something really special and nice about that. Um, uh, and seeing people like go through and be thoughtful about which ones they pick to, to choose and all mm-hmm. that. Anyway, mm-hmm. there's so many. And then, and then now I'm minting every day and this is a whole different experience. Now, now, um, all my incentives are really different from what I'm used to. Like, oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm used to having, I'm used to having no, I'm used to writing a song and it not, not really mattering, you know, like right, I put it right. up on YouTube. Maybe I'll share it on Twitter. It doesn't, it. But yeah. now, but now, like, there's literally a financial thing that's going to happen each day. Right. Um, the Dow is, like, counting on me. <laughs> yeah. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the Dow should take out, like, a life insurance policy. <laughs> I mean, really, like, like uh, I had even thought about this way long ago. Now I think about it again where, like, Someone suggested assassin Dow to like assassinate me yeah. so that the value of song a day Short goes song up. Song a Dow, yeah, that's funny <laughs> as hell. I mean, that's that's really funny. But yeah, I can totally see how the incentives change, right? Like it um, now, you have like you're part of a larger system and you're an input into it. 
and like these are all affecting you and how you're producing your song. It's wild. Yeah. And, and then and then just beyond that, just beyond that, now I have like now I think I'm feeling a little bit of what you have been feeling, <laughs> which is this notification overload yeah. of like oh my God, I'm in all these, well, you're in like a thousand DAOs. I'm just in one, but I am like the, a key person. Right, in it, right? you got Obviously. a lot, yeah. Everybody's like coming at me and I'm like, I need to I need to sit down and write my song, guys. Like I need to get my song out the door. <laughs> and then today's song was like, had 30 minutes left and one of my moderators was like, hey, are you going to tweet that the thing is, and I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm writing my song. Like what? <laughs> I, I'm trying to like I'm trying to write my song and promote yesterday's song. Like it's just it's very I'm not used to it. So yeah. it's gonna take like some getting used to like how you know how to swim in that torrent. Yeah, I mean that that is I think oh, the you, the hardest thing about all of the notification overload is the um, like finding flow in that is pretty tough mm. um, because of how random and contextual shifty like <laughs> your input. It's will easy be. to forget, right? Oh, it's yeah. easy to forget like. Yeah, totally easy to forget all the different responsibilities, easy to forget um, all the different like to do items, especially if they're coming in so randomly and you're like not persisting right. them to reminders.app or like whatever. Like it's yeah, right. it's a lot. It's pretty tough. Uh, Are humans you weren't still... meant for this. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, they definitely weren't. Are you still uh, primarily pleaser or has any other DAO like? taken more of your time now no yeah it's pretty much 100 percent pleaser dow um we have an insane amount of things um on on our table um not to mention like i can only imagine yeah there's a lot and so we had like an off-site recently to settle on like mission values and uh q1 stuff really fun um there's a lot to do yeah and so like yeah most of the DAOs i'm in i'm in very like passively um, and some of them I do I, need to like bring back up like, um, paperclip, paperclip. is the big one. Um, the yeah. experiment must continue. I think, uh, the NFT bear yeah. market of Somehow. late 2021 yeah. kind of trashed yeah. our chances. But, uh, if we're yeah. popping off the, in the new year, there's a chance that people get interested again. Um, but yeah, everything else I'm pretty much a spectator in, which is, you know, not it, it sounds easy but it's not because there's discord notifications <laughs> and whatnot and there's telegram channels yeah. and so it's a lot but, right um it's a lot it's a lot, it's a lot. It's a lot. i yeah, i still want an app where every single thing goes to one place i still need you're talking about rss twitter um yeah i'm talking about RSS. every That's human being yes reinvents rss every single one of them <laughs> will reinvent rss three times at least in their lifetime independently they will forget that, that about the first time and then reinvent rss again being like damn it'd be cool to you're, have a you're you're yep <laughs> you're literally right i used to read blogs that way all the time and that was so much better than this like yes you're right one place where like here's all my twitter notifications here's all my discord notifications like yeah. that would just be yeah i mean it feels like um this is a pattern that i've started to see talk about decentralized talk about like open and decentralized true yeah we didn't know what we had um but that's a pattern i see a lot these days and i rather i feel a lot these days is the tension and the duality between um solid state content like a wiki page that you update and event stream yeah. content, like a list of notifications yeah. or the feed. And 
the tension is that in some cases you want static content. I just want to go see what the current state of things is. Um, but you lose the context of how you got there. And the other thing is like, oh, well, if you get the event stream, like now you're overloaded just to get to the current state, you have to do a lot of extra work and gluing the two together is like what things like notion and Airtable and blah, blah, blah. All of these things want to like, uh, do is like take event stream data and produce uh, solid state data in a way that's like not super, um, doesn't have super high overhead mentally. Yeah. But they all kind of fall short in a lot of ways. And so like, you know, right, docs right. don't get updated or people aren't familiar with what's happening. And it's like you, yeah, that tension I see a lot. And so that is absolutely what's happening with notifications, Discord, Twitter, feed. Like Discord isn't solid state. It's event stream only. Um, if I want to know what a project yeah. is doing, got to read the Discord. And that's just a, it's a lot you, of stuff. And, yeah. And it's a mess. It's a mess. It's like you got, how do you go into a channel and like, where did I leave off? Like, well, ha- how much have I missed? Where was yeah. I? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And this is why people That's, complain yeah. about the discordification of knowledge, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. in Web 1, knowledge was exclusively static. It's Wikipedia. It's like um, mm-hmm. wiki sites. It's just here's a blog, Geo-cities. here's content. Now it's like more yeah. active. And it's, yeah, it's if you, if you have information hidden away like the discordification problem is like instead of forums which is like mostly static content uh you are putting this information in like discord and like word of mouth in between people and that's just much more ephemeral and temporal and therefore impossible to index and impossible to find so something beautiful about that that you could find the kind of beauty in that and the ephemerality of that oh, but totally it's, but for getting yeah. things done it's hard yeah for getting things done it's hard it's like if i wanted to solve this bug and someone had solved it in a discord a year ago i would be starting from yeah. scratch and you know it's oh, like, yeah 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 right it's like it Damn. works really well for that's certain right. knowledge, I didn't even... but yeah for other yeah. things maybe there's a frequency huh. Um, or specificity involved. I don't know. I'm sure someone has thought about this. Or like we were saying, we were talking before we started, we were talking about the mark clip here. Like maybe there's like a mar- a big button that you press. That'd like, be cool. oh, this bit of knowledge is important. Yeah. Like go put that somewhere. Like, like Discord is streaming by and someone has a problem, yeah. someone solves it. The mod slaps the button, the like archive button, and yeah. now it goes into its own little posts that can be indexed that's quite fun yeah that's a cool Index idea and search yeah yeah so like i feel like that's a, a pretty core common pattern we see uh with digital like medium right now and solving that i think would be really cool and obviously solutions would be context specific but um yeah cool stuff um i have a question for you to expound on something you said over text that i was curious about you Uh-oh. had said that you're ETH poor, and I said, why? Like, where's all your ETH? And you said, where else? In NFTs. <laughs> yeah, where else? <laughs> I was like, no, I couldn't but, buy. So are, was, yeah. <laughs> are you, was that, was that, are you serious? It was like, are, are, no, I'm serious. Is yeah. like your investing strategy, like mostly be, in NFTs? I mean, I'm not going to say this is financial advice because it's not. Um, <laughs> I really like conceptual art NFTs. <laughs> I don't right. know how to, I don't know what yeah. to say. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm really <laughs> yeah. into yeah. conceptual art that plays with the digital medium. And so it was like, um, like, yeah, I've got, I've got some funds set aside to like pay bills, but like, yeah, I'm just, I like conceptual art NFTs. So I own a lot of them. <laughs> um, did you, did you yeah. go down 
you went down a little bit down the DeFi oh, stuff. Yeah. Are, you, are you in any of that or is it just... No, I gave up on all of that. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> okay yeah. It just doesn't make me happy the way other things do. Like like figuring out the in yeah. and outs of like, I don't want to care what STECRV means, you know? And like, can I stake that on <laughs> element five for 1.3%? Th- like on per term, like I don't give a shit about all of that. Like I, I care yeah. about it in like a very surface level way as in like I have assets would like yield. Um, but like, right, I'm not right, right. interested in the mechanics. It's like, I want to drive a car. Um, and while knowing about how an engine works, it's really cool. Um, I don't want that to be my day job. So got it. And that's you, where I am with ha- DeFi. You have to make that your day job. And in, in, in Oh, DeFi. with D- like, Oh, absolutely. It's like for me, for me, the way that I interact with things is, you know, all or nothing in, in this sense. It's like, if I'm interested in DeFi, I'm going to go all the way in. If I'm having fun playing chess, yeah. which I am right now, I'm going to study. Right. I'm going to try it. I'm going to go all in and like really right. enjoy it. Right. Um, but yeah. And it's easy to do with NFTs because NFTs are enjoyable. Oh, and, they're just extremely enjoyable. Like, <laughs> like you can talk a little bit about the Stevie P project that you Yo, Stevie P stuff is so good. Yeah. And, and, you know, for me, I look at that and I'm like, I can see why it's cool. And that just stressed me the fuck out. Oh, it's, oh, absolutely. I was like, it stressed me out. I was like, oh, I mean, I saw it and I'm like, this is amazing. I'm not going to do it. Did you do it? No. Oh, you didn't do it. Okay. (laughs) Um, Because the, the, the block thing. So for readers, uh, Stevie P.xyz, Stevie P.xyz on Twitter, find their recent thread or whatever. Um, they have this cool experiment project going on where they basically created like a a puzzle game based on their existing uh, NFTs, um, and it also plays around with digital scarcity, and more importantly, scarcity derived from time and energy, which are other or motivation, which are other scarce resources. Um, and so what they did was they made uh, a, a collection of NFTs called Free Zero. That you can just mint infinitely many of. So, you know, you think about it like, oh, they're basically valueless. Um, but what you do is basically a scorecard. And as you progress in this game, collecting other NFTs, tying in other stuff that Stevie P has worked on, fast cash, et cetera, um, you like it, it kind of counts as a scorecard and like levels up in its properties. Uh, it like looks different or something. I don't know. I haven't done it, but <laughs> I've seen someone else do it. And um, it's just really fun because it, one, it creates this cinematic universe. It's an on-chain puzzle, really delightful. Um, I like the conceptual art of playing with the scarcity um, spectrum. And then also it lets existing collectors get even more into the Stevie P world. Um, And I think that's the coolest part is like, I'm like a passive collector of Stevie P's work. I have a um, negative value certificate, which I think is delightful conceptual art. I have um, some I think fast I cash. One, I mentioned yeah. one of those. But, um, and I have a Jesus pamphlet, a physical uh, Jesus pamphlet. But what's cool is like I'm not motivated to do this work. The existing collector who like has one of the original, I forget what, what it was, one of Stevie P's original things. It has like, there's this other token that's like basically useless, but you need it to do this thing. So now suddenly this former project that was basically dead like has some utility and there's this like scarcity mechanic of like who knows that they have this still and will sell it to you who wants to do this thing it's it's beautiful anyway someone did it 
and more power to them because that's cool as fucking hell. You know, they did the work. Yeah. They tie, They already had these other things. They staked their ETH for a hundred blocks they or whatever. They lost sleep. They lost they sleep. They lost sleep. Like it took them for, yeah. And they were the first to that, do it. That's the part that I was like, that is that is like pure Matt bait, which yeah. is like. It's uh, Matt bait. Absolutely. Which, which is like, you know, how can I, how can I make, yeah, it's playing with scarcity where. Yeah. You know, what, the, the many mats is scarce by time, by where you are, by physical space. Yep, yep. And this is scarce by the amount of time that you need time to, and energy devote th- to put in yep. to do it. And as a side effect, which is, like which how is, you operated in the past, whether or not you collected Stevie P's original works is, is in play, which is great. Like, yeah, total map bait. I, I like your that social too. network. Do you know anyone that has any of these rare Stevie P? Like, yeah, everything. Yep. Good stuff. Um, yeah, That's big fan fun. of that project, even if I'm not going to be the one to mint it, you know? <laughs> so, but, but, right. So, but, so you're, you know, you have like a ton of Mitchell F. Chan's yes. uh, sensibilities. Like you, <laughs> you're like a sensibility maxi. I'm, um, I'm sensibility out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and I imagine, yeah, that, I mean, you're, you know, a good chunk of ETH is like tied up in oh, yeah. projects like that. I, I guess, think most of my saying. like net worth and I haven't like considered it as net worth before. It was, you know, as of less than eight yeah. months ago, it was like my collection of cute little digital objects. Um, <laughs> yeah, same. Right, exactly same. But yeah. now it's like, oh yeah, and then my you look net at worth. Zapper <laughs> You look at Zapperfy and you press oh, that little yeah. button that includes your NFTs and it's like Oof. wonk. You Damn. know, the number just goes away. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that number is extremely inaccurate, but um, <laughs> yes. yeah, no, it's it's definitely like a percentage of my net worth. And the problem is, like, I like the things, right? This is the personal value, right. the whole like we've talked about this all the time on the pod, many times. Um, and so, yeah. like, some of these digital zones, I have like number forty-two, and I'm like, I want that forever. You know, I don't want to give yeah. that up ever. So yeah. it's basically For- worth nothing. Forget it. Um, right. But anyway. Right. 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 Ultimately, it's worth nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, digital yeah. zones is where all of my ETH is, and that's why I can't buy the Song of Dow songs. I'm so sorry. <laughs> right. 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 Juliana had said basically her plan was if if my project didn't sell out, she's just gonna make me like liquidate my NFTs. Yeah. And we were gonna and we were gonna like use that money to yeah. live on. I mean, that's um, entirely that reasonable. I mean, I've <laughs> yeah. At some there there is yeah. always a number, right? Because at some point it turns from a cool piece of art to like, oh, that's my salary, or like, oh, that's that's, that's the it. new thing yeah. I want, um, and that's like, you know, say what you will about financial incentives related to art, but um, yeah, there's always a number. Um, I also had this experience where now I'm getting a, a lot more sort of random DMs than I'm used to. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. You know, because now like I had a successful project. Oh. And so then suddenly, like, people come out of the woodwork and are like, want something or, you know, have something to say. And I, I got this one. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find the thread exactly. Um, but it was was illustrative of something that I think we have talked about a lot and is just awfully, awfully depressing. Um, he said, um, 
I'm going through it pretty damn bad right now. I was hoping maybe you could help me or something. I don't know. I'm just in a bad place right now, and I don't know where to turn. I minted a bunch of a bunch of your songs, and I really love the vibes and make me feel a little better, but I feel like a fuck-up. And I'm like, oh, God, is this guy going to, like, kill himself? Does he need me to, like, talk him down from, like, like, this is scary. So I'm like, and so I just said, what's going on? <laughs> and then he said... Like, it almost feels like the only reason the pl- price went down on your songs and the flippers were in full force is because I held on mine and I didn't want to flip any. Every single thing I hold goes straight to zero, and then the day I finally sell, something randomly happens and causes them to pump super hard. I feel like I'm t- I'm terrible luck, and the reason your songs are dumping is because of me. It's because I didn't sell them. <laughs> and I said, I said, oh, man, okay. I said, okay, do you want my honest opinion? Because I'm going to be completely brutal. And he said, yes, that's fine. And I said, I said, you were doing it completely wrong. And he said, yes, I feel like it. I said, never, ever buy something that you wouldn't be happy, happy owning, even if it goes to zero. He said, he said, okay, that's true. I still love the project and everything behind it, regardless of the price. I just, I just told him the list of NFTs that I bought, you know, that I've bought over the yeah. years. And how I've like never sold one just because because everything that I've bought, I'm like, dude, I have a, I have cool cats, I have toads, I have a, an autoglyph, I have a punk. I don't I don't have any of these things because I was worried about the price anyway. And then at the very right. end, I just was telling him like, you got this. Like, do not put any money into things that you don't have, and please mm. don't buy things that you don't like just because you think they're gonna pump. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, it's com- wild, that uh, though. confirmation it's... bias of uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's a funny pattern, right? It's a funny meme. Is like, oh, I buy it goes down, I sell it goes up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think I saw a meme on Twitter like less than an hour ago um, of that <laughs> about that concept. Yeah, uh, but it you no, know, you know, feels out to the person who's experiencing that because it is really, yes. really, really hard on the psyche, um, yeah. especially when there's this whole like. Yeah, I'm I'm very aware of my own like gambling tendencies. Oh um, yeah. At least at least I consider myself self-aware enough to understand the scope <laughs> of which uh, you know, I understand how gambling does to the chemicals in my brain. Right, um, right, right, right. And you can see that happening in, you know, crypto especially, right? Just graphs, numbers, like Robinhood, like you it, it's just a thing. Yeah. And noticing that is kind of rough sometimes. Um, but yeah, the, the NFT thing especially (laughs) plays with those chemicals in my brain. Um, and every time I notice that I like, that's a red flag for me. It's like, Oh, I'm gambling now. Like I'm I'm not buying this cause I like it. I'm buying it because, Ooh, maybe it'll go up. Um, Noticing that is really important. Um, because it is everywhere all the time. Um, but yeah, sorry for that person. I know, um, I know. But I, uh, I mean, the good news I, is that's probably not why the songs are going down. I told <laughs> them. I told them because people wanted to flip and couldn't. <laughs> I said, I said, you do not have a curse. You are not bringing anything down. You are clearly thoughtful. You have the ability to assess your actions honestly. That's huge. You got this. That was my advice to him. Oh, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was maybe I'll maybe I'll. That seems really that. wholesome. yeah um Um, what a wild space though like like yeah it it it, um i want to recommend a podcast to to everybody because if you're listening to this you'll love this is uh the podcast interdependence by holly herndon and um and Mm -hmm. matt dryhurst 
they had this episode, the last episode, maybe the second last episode, had a gentleman on who wrote this great piece for Mother Jones called Who Goes Crypto? And it's this conversation about basically in a in a in a world that is insane and especially in a financial world that we live in that is just like on its head and makes no sense at any level yeah. whatsoever in any way people investing in crypto doing defi investing in nfts makes perfectly rational sense totally 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 you know, and i love that point because it's it's the it's the same thing about like the meme meme stock market um yeah. it's like in a world that makes no sense the only thing you can believe in is you how you feel and how you think other people will feel and that <laughs> right. is fundamentals when in a, in a in a chaotic world yep. yeah totally and totally and so and what i loved about it and what you know back to our conversation that we had with dan olson and like the the skeptics and all these people what you know one thing i started to notice when i was thinking about this conversation on this other podcast was like thinking about how there is this there's like out of one side of their mouth the skeptics will say we're just worried about people getting scammed Mm-hmm. And then out of the other side of their mouth, anytime they see someone get scammed on Twitter, they dunk so hard on them. They're like, <laughs> fuck it, fucking crypto people, you deserve it. But on the other end, it's like, I'm really worried about people getting scammed. But it's like, right, right, who right, do you right, think right. is getting scammed? Be The people getting scammed are the people that you're worried about. And we're worried about them, too. But, like, what I loved about this piece was it, it the, the piece in Mother Jones is he approaches everybody who's doing it, like, from a point of empathy and, like, okay, why – he takes up this Uber driver that he had that was putting, you know, part of his Uber sal- – what he made from Uber into meme stocks, into meme coins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he caught himself thinking like, you know, oh, God, please don't do that. Like, please don't put your mu- – but then but then he caught himself. He's like, wait a minute. Like, that's – Right. Where does that come from? Where does that come from? Why is he doing this? It actually – when you get down to it, it's like it makes perfect sense – and rather than judging these people, we should have some empathy and understand that, like, people are in dire fucking straits, so many of them. And mm-hmm. the world is on its head. And, like, the only, this is, like, this is they, – they don't have access to the normal ways of investing. They brought up this idea right. of bonds. Like, government bonds, our great-grandfathers could buy government mm-hmm. bonds and make, like, a healthy uh, right. return. It was, like, just something like, insane, yeah. You know, but but we don't have that option. And then they talked about like, what right. if I'm sure I'm sure like a stable coin, like a U.S. stable coin that we could put our money into, get five percent, no matter what. Like, how everyone would do that. Like, like I would do that. That's I would. Yeah. Like, if that's the, just if better they, numbers. Yeah. Just, but like that doesn't exist, and do. nothing like that exists. Literally. Yeah. And so, so I'm buying in some meme coins. Like, so I'm, I'm investing in NFTs. I'm doing DeFi. I'm doing all this stuff. It makes total logical sense. And I really, yeah. yeah. Go listen to the podcast. Well, they'll, they'll, they, uh, they get into it. This is inter- interdependence. One of the more recent ones. Yeah, exactly. It's like a recent yeah, episode on cool. interdependence. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, there's also this idea of asymmetric upside, and also like the. Um, the the what's the word for that hysteresis or hysteresis i forget the word but like the tendency for something to stay the same um oh yeah the 
like if you as a person do nothing, your circumstances will not change. And so like, it's sort of this like protest against the flow against yeah. the, the, um, the projection of where you'll be. If you mix it up, invest in something you believe in has asymmetric returns. I don't know. Um, it's just a bunch of thoughts floating around in my head. Yeah. It's messed up, man. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. It's a weird world. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything else. Do you have anything else that you've been you've been dying to talk about in in the space? Um, Let's see. <clears throat> um, I like that crypto got into RuneScape for a week. Oh that yeah, was cool Dame. For me. I saw Dame tweeting. Dame about that got much. into RuneScape again. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think stopped tweeting because he realized uh, <laughs> what everyone who is older than twelve and comes back to RuneScape realizes, um, which is that the game is. Like the fun of the game is building your own virtual Gantt chart for all of the skills and stuff. At least for me, for me personally, mm. it's yeah, the like yeah. efficiency game. Yeah. Other people might enjoy the quests and everything, but I expect that the type of people that I interact with on Twitter are also of a similar mind. Um, and then the rest of your time is spent clicking the same thing <laughs> over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, yeah. to get to that next step in the Gantt chart. And that part is, that's the game ender. Right. Anyway, but I'm glad you got into RuneScape for a little bit. Yeah. I've never played RuneScape. I sort of missed that. It's a, Oh, it's it's a a perfect example of like play to earn and where it'll end up. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's just a game. Uh, is it like about resource, resource, uh, resource uh, management, skilling. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So you realize, if I'm correct, like every almost every game that my son plays on Roblox mm-hmm. is is some model of that where yeah. there's it's a variety really of resources model. and all they have what he has to he has to gather the resources to upgrade his things to help him gather more yeah. resources to help yeah. him unlock certain areas and defeat certain bosses. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just like grinding, yeah. constant grinding. Oh, it's grinding. and he yeah, loves absolutely. it. Yeah. I mean, it does things to the chemicals in your brain. That's what I'm saying is like, it's a good model. Like we respond, humans respond really well to this, which is like spaced out. Like we talked about the social media, like spaced out dopamine hits, like you work towards a goal, then you get it. Um, And at the same time, these goals aren't like, like so rough that you won't do them, at least in the case of RuneScape. Well, in the case of RuneScape for me, they're so rough that I won't do them. But like as an eight year old, they were not so rough that I didn't do them. Um, and so it's like this, and then you unlock things and the engine mechanic, oh man, yeah. engines are amazing. Yeah. Like you get more resources to get this upgrade, to get more resources. People love that shit. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm not surprised that it, it is totally there's, hacked. There's uh, so many of them brain. in, 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 in Roblox, the one he likes the best is called B simulator. And good. You're, you're like a beekeeper. It's like and cookie you clicker. Col- you, it's like cookie clicker and you collect, yeah. you collect honey to feed to your bees and then you get more bees and then you get a better thing that collects honey. anyway. And then yep, there's yep. one called like, and the bee NFTs can harvest 10% yeah. more honey yeah. tokens. Yeah. If yeah. yes, yeah, <laughs> it's all, it's all happening. Yeah. Yeah. And you can borrow, sorry, um, be sponsored uh, by a bee <laughs> owner to harvest the honey for them. Um, and by that time you're making minimum wage. So anyway, 
this is this is my hot take on play to earn oh my god um yeah i guess i mean that's um that's something to talk about play to earn i don't know it's i don't I'm know i don't know anything negative about nancy about I, it <laughs> i know axie infinity that's ma- yeah, basically well, all to, i know play, yeah i mean right now actually infinity is play to earn the yeah. um the problem with play to earn is that all of these considerations have already been thought about um which is that the main mechanic of play to earn is that you add an external financial market to a video game and that's been thought about forever um yeah. there are literal entire books on this one of them's called virtual economies i love it and would recommend you read it oh yeah um, i've heard of that one and it's all about how financial incentives change the experience of playing a game uh, in ways that enhance it or not. Um, and in some ways, like the, the book that I read has a whole host of examples, um, the ways in which it is good is when it provides more gameplay for someone uh, who wants to play the market and doesn't detract from someone who doesn't want to play the market. For example, in RuneScape, there's a marketplace. It's a order book. It's called the Grand Exchange. Um, some people really enjoy that content and can sit there and play, you know, trading things like their stocks and buying and selling. Sounds like blah, a meta blah, blah. game. It's like a meta game. But I, as the person who doesn't care, my only like interaction with that is like, oh, here's the current ask price yeah. for this thing. Here's what I can sell this as. Um, and that's useful. But the important distinction um, that games do is they divorce the local currency from dollars um, or like, you know, quote unquote real money. Right. Um, and I think that's a really, really important psychological distinction. Yeah. Um, because as soon as you anchor it, <laughs> as soon as you know the fact that one mil gold is 50 uh, cents, uh-huh. as soon as you know that fact, yeah, everything yeah. changes. Uh, and it is important. It is extremely important to keep, at that. least for me, yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance uh-huh. is bliss here. I don't need to know the exchange rate of RuneScape gold to actual currency because when you do that, your brain starts doing the calculations right. and you're like, oh, I'm making 50 cents an hour playing this game. And yeah. now money crowds out my original incentives of getting yeah, a sick fighter torso. Yeah. Or right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So right. that's my issue. That's my core issue with play to earn. Yeah. is that the entire point of play to earn is tying your actions back to a currency that can buy you a Coca-Cola in the store. Yes. And, yes. and I think and, that and that is could, inherently a problem. It's not going to work, right? Because, because right. yeah. Uh, and, um, and better would be to completely obscure somehow, almost like what we talked about thing, with Dada. Though, is how do you, yeah. Well, like we talked about with Dada, right? Dada has this invisible economy thing, neither of which is, have read the thing, but like, the where they're invisible they're economy is actually the only other idea. Yeah, exactly. Completely obscure the money, and right. you know if they could find a way to right. do that, I don't know. This is this is a this is a this is a pattern that we see all over again. Exactly, and Dada, which is an art um, platform, had to answer the same question, which is like, how do you divorce? How do you how do you remove financial incentives uh, from an asset that exists in an open market? And the answer is you can't really. But the cool thing about the invisible economy is that it creates a social contract. It creates a social more. It creates a shelling point of not thinking about it. Ooh, shelling um, point. I like that. And I think that that is actually the most powerful thing. It's like the 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 shelling point, the cultural delusion, the shared belief that we don't care. For example, with RuneScape, that that like 
security through obscurity sense of like, I just don't know the exchange rate. And me not looking that up is part of the social contract. Yes. Right. And in a similar way, like the invisible economy is kind of cool like that um, because I can't think of any other way to divorce um, the financial incentives from something. It's like you can get more and more derivative based where it's like, oh, um, you don't know what actions you're taking are giving you this value, but now you're just playing a metagame. It's yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have to go. Um, My ex just arrived. She's visiting from out of town. There's Mm -hmm. one other thing that I want to say about that, though. And then I have to jet, which is okay. I really want to. I really like what you just said, and I really want to try to figure out how to like do that, enforce that Square social that, war yeah. in in Songadao, right? Where like we don't care about mm, the floor price, mm-hmm. we don't care about how much the song goes for. And I'll say right, right. that I have this vision that when people uh, there's going to be a way for when people are f- were are fully joining the DAO, um, they've got verified and bright ID, and we're going to give them a PFP. I want to have the minting mm-hmm. experience when they, I want them to take like an oath when they mint yeah. the PFP. And it's going to be a, commu- a great way to enforce a, a social norm. A, com- yeah. a communal thing over Zoom. Yep. Each person who's have you doing heard of it. Religion? Yeah, yeah. Because they figured this shit out <laughs> long way ago. Back. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Turns the idea. Out, You're, <laughs> yeah. Religion. Turns out religion who, who, was the answer the whole time. Who knew? <laughs> Who okay, I have to. Well, I have to. I, that's jet. actually the thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, sorry, I could go on for ages. No, but like, I know Islam Let's... is amazing because it united right. all of these disparate people and created like this incredible empire, right? Look, and it's like the power <laughs> of the social collective delusion. It's like it's amazing. Anyway, um, uh, to, to, I'll to let be you continued. run. All right. Yeah, and I will let the listener uh, run as well. All right. You want to say the thing? Yeah, I'll say the thing. Um, in honor of me seeding Rick and Morty season four, episode six, the story train for more than a year and a half one. without realizing it. I love that. Get one. nifty, everybody. Get nifty. <laughs> All right, man. I'll it is talk the best episode. <laughs> All right, I'll see you. We'll ya. talk soon. Bye. Uh...